Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1023, air date January 17th, 2022. March on Moderna! March on Moderna! March on Moderna! March on Moderna! Who's freedom now? Who's freedom now? To hell with Moderna!
created the domestic censorship infrastructure in this country, and this came out in our lawsuit. It got so intense that the judge got scared, and he had to censor our lawsuit on censorship. Okay? And no lawyer came to our help. I had to represent myself. We didn't see Donald Trump people there. We didn't see Robert Kennedy's people there. In fact, they came and stole our stuff and put it into his book, as though he discovered this and makes money off of it. But it was this movement that filed the first lawsuit after I was thrown off Twitter for simply exposing the fact that the government destroys ballot images, which are required to be stored for 22 months by federal law. The Secretary of State of Massachusetts contacted Twitter through a portal that the government has to contact Twitter. Let me repeat that again. Big Tech didn't throw off a U.S. Senate candidate. The government did. So there is an unholy alliance between government and big tech. Is that clear? It's not Jack Dorsey has power. It's not Zuckerberg has power. It is government. And that relationship was first tested in London by the British government and Twitter against British citizens. Then it was done in India in 2018. Then in Australia, Taiwan. Then it was brought here. And it was all brought to you by the Belfer school at Harvard University. They created the domestic censorship infrastructure. We do not have the First Amendment in this country anymore. It's gone. It's not about fighting for freedom. We have to win back freedom. Step one. So why is freedom important? And why was 1776 so important? Because the working people of this country in 1776, out of all the primates and humans on the planet, were the first ones to get the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. And the elites never liked that. And ever since then, they've been trying to take it away. So why is freedom important? Because with freedom, you can start having debates and discourse. You can get to truth. I may disagree with you. You may disagree with him. But we talk it out. We may debate viciously against hate each other. Talk about it in newspapers. And out of that debate, you say, you know what? There is something called gravity. Oh yeah, if I jump out of a building, it exists. And the equations for gravity are like this. And by the way, there's something called Bernoulli's principle, and there's things called calculus. And you know what? There's something related with truth, freedom, and health. You can start understanding laws of how the universe works, but without that, you have fake science. So they've suppressed freedom, so we don't have debate anymore. And now what we have is we have fake science. Let me tell you one of those fake sciences, that everyone should get the exact same medicine. One size fits all medicine. That is not, that's the real issue here. It's not about pro-vax or anti-vax. It's about the bullshit science. And the immune system is a very, very complex system. And all these scientists here know that. But they're all sellouts. Because they get paid 300,000, half a million, millions of dollars in stock options. Nubar Afayan, who started Moderna, made three, four billion dollars, okay? Bob Langer has made two billion dollars, a former advisor of mine, okay? And they know that one size does not fit all. They teach courses like that at MIT. The future is personalized and precision medicine. What's right for you is not right for you, it may not be right for you. And many of these medicines are tested Pharma does on some poor Africans or Thailand. And then you're telling me that's going to work for Caucasians in the United States? So 
So they test medicines on other human beings as guinea pigs, and it's one-size-fits-all medicine. That's the heart of this issue, which, we, which our movement talked about as early as 2019. And that's why when Fauci did his bullshit, we called him out a year and a half before all these other opportunities. Now people are writing books about it. Well, you know, you're like the fireman who comes after the, after the house is burned down. So we have to recognize we need right leaders. So without freedom, we don't get to truth. And that's where we're at. We have fake science right now. The immune system is a very complex system. And the science that they're using is based on a science of 1915, not the modern science, which I've spoken about at the National Science Foundation, where I was asked to deliver the, the prestige lecture. The problem they have with someone like me in our movement is scientists like me who get four degrees at MIT are supposed to be slaves to them. They're not supposed to speak up for working people. They're not supposed to blow the whistle. But I remember where I came from. Patterson, New Jersey, Clifton, poor, hard-working farmers in India. It's the working people that are the ones who create value. Not these guys. These guys are a bunch of liberal elite sellouts, most of them. They know what they're doing is wrong. They know what they're doing, uh, the Operation Warp Speed that they did, moved this medicine, quote-unquote medicine, through at a rapid speed. Toxicity studies were not done. And they're all just cha-ching, 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 making a shitload of money. So you suppress freedom, you don't get real science. Then what happens? So you nix freedom, you don't have truth, now you destroy people's health. And when you destroy people's health, people don't have the strength to fight for freedom anymore because they're weak, they're obese, they're ailing, they're in hospitals, they're constantly taking care of their health, and they don't have the mental capacity to fight for truth anymore. So that's the engine of power, profit, and control. You destroy freedom, you destroy science, and you destroy health. So where does that all move to? It's essentially to make people slaves. That's called slavery, guys. This isn't even about vaccines or no vaccine. This is about slavery. These people here don't even live here. They hang out at St. Bart's. They have beautiful homes elsewhere. They don't give a fuck about you. And that's why Richard will tell you, Richard's been a resident of Cambridge. I've been here since 1981. You will see within the one mile radius out of here, 100 yard radius, massive devastation economically. There's a research paper that came out saying whenever they build these centers of innovation, within a 100 to 200 yard radius out, you see the most explosive destruction of the economy around it. And that's what you see right around Cambridge. So we got to start connecting the dots and recognizing big pharma is a real enemy. We need to educate people one by one by one. I don't care if 10,000 people show up in Washington, D.C. Those movements are led by misleaders to go suck up to idiots. They have one big demo, it's gone. Our demonstrations will take place every day over and over again all over this country, even if it's one person doing it. That's a movement. A movement is not one fool having a march on Washington and then leaving. And so on the occasion of Martin Luther King Day, let's educate people, and we have another speaker coming up. You know, there was a bottoms-up civil rights movement in this country. 
of everyday black people, white people, bottoms up, wanting infrastructure in the inner cities. This is what the civil rights movement was about. Not just fighting for suffrage, but fighting for infrastructure in the inner cities. And those movements were led by ordinary black and white working class people. Malcolm X was one of the leaders who came from them. Robert Kennedy Sr. saw all this, and they found a guy called Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, frankly, which this day is named after, was a bougie black guy, a Southern Baptist. He was. The, Robert Kennedy was monitoring Malcolm X and Kennedy, um, and um, uh, Martin Luther King. They had a lot of dirt on King. They didn't have too much dirt on Malcolm X. So the March on Washington was organized by the government. Did you guys know that? It was a top-down, Malcolm X called it a circus. They got rid of all the other civil rights leaders. And this is the facts. They create their heroes. The government hijacks movements. They hijack the civil rights movement. Just to give you the idea, Martin Luther King, he went to BU, okay? Very expensive school in the 1960s. How do you get to go there if you're a black guy? Think about it. He was a boot, because in the 60s, if you were a black preacher, you were considered a black bourgeois. So they found him. He had all sorts of dirt on him. He was doing this to this woman, that woman, drugs. So they appointed him. The March on Washington was a circus organized to bring everyone together and to hijack the civil rights movement. That's what took place. And what happened after that? They didn't address inner city issues. They said, don't use the N-word. Oh, that's a big deal. Yeah. Affirmative action. We never addressed the found fundamental principles in inner cities. You see, they took a real problem and they brought in a fool. And that's what they did with Trump to manipulate the white working class. And that's what they do with a fool like Robert Kennedy Jr. They take over movements. And so today, the condition of the average black person average black male's illiteracy rate is worse than it was before civil rights. The conditions have not improved. If you go to Boston, the difference in wage between a black person and a white person, the average net worth of a black person in Boston today $8? is $8. $8. So people talk about, oh, things have, no, they haven't. So I'm telling you, things are not going to get better by following Robert Kennedy and saying, let's all kumbaya with him. Fuck no. We have to break from the Kennedys. We have to break from the Trumps. We have to build an independent movement. And we have to recognize these are the real enemies who Trump gave billions of dollars to and Operation Warp Speed. You get what I'm saying? We have to get our head out of our you-know-what and get smart if we want to build a real movement. And we don't need to convince everyone. Working people already get this. They're looking for real leadership. They don't want imperfect movements, Tim. People are looking for real movements. They're not looking for celebrities. That's what we need to do. We need to build a movement. Just remember, $65,000 a minute. You have working people who are basically starving in this country right now because of inflation. These guys are printing money. $65,000 a minute, $1,000 a second. And the unions in this country are all sellouts, they bust. The unions basically have sold out their own people. So we need to build a new union. We need to build a new movement. That's what we're here today. 
So if you want to talk about Martin Luther King and real racism, recognize these guys are the racists. There is a real racism. You're denying indigenous medicines, right? You don't want to talk about, you don't want to talk about the sun. You don't want to talk about vitamin D3. I mean, most of these people who run these companies are pretty unhealthy people. Look at them. They're all on drugs, most of them. The real racism is they test their drugs on poor people, and then they do not want to support indigenous medicines from Africa and India and, and other cultures. Because those medicines are free, they're in nature. That's the real racism. So the real enemy and the real racists are right in Kendall Square. And all these people, if you go to their website, they'll have some page on inclusivity and diversity. They'll even put Black Lives Matter up there. And they'll have pictures of some black folks and et cetera, hugging them. It's all bullshit. These people are the real racists. And it's time that the white working class unites with all working classes, because it's the white working class who has to call out the real racism. The real racism, there is a real racism. And what's happened is the right wing denies it, so the left wing, like AOC and the Bernie Sanders, have diluted the real racism to don't use the N-word. No, there is a real racism. Elizabeth Warren is a racist. She used race to get her position at Harvard. These guys are racist. So we need to talk about the real issues in any one of these issues. So when it comes to medical freedom, the real issue is personalized and precision medicine. One size does not fit all. You see, that's very different than being on the vac side or the anti-vac side. We're going after the real solution. In order to do that, you need to take a systems approach, which means people need to get educated. Okay, John, do you want to say something? Certainly. You made it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah please. Hello everyone, my name is John Bedler. I've been an activist here in Boston for about, well, at least since 2017 when I was a naive young college student and we saw the cancel culture that was creeping up on college campuses back then. But what I didn't know back then is, is, how, is basically how, how well the elites have orchestrated. Basically, they, all, they, they love to puppet both sides. The mass GOP is completely controlled. They work with the Democrats all the time. And people think that they're going to get answers by voting Republican or by following some Republican politician. But right now what Michelle Moore is doing in Boston is that in collaboration with the Republicans with, with a lot of the other, uh, if I was polite, I'd call them people, but some of these people are downright, they know what they're doing. Michelle Moore's job is to divert the public's attention from her own paymasters. She's nothing but a prostitute. She's being paid off by these people back here, by Pfizer over there, by the people at MIT, all of the entire military industrial academic complex, big tech, big pharma, they're all within a one mile radius of this neighborhood, all around MIT. And nobody talks about that. You think everybody keeps going back to the state house and city hall, and I was following a lot of these other groups for, for way too long. Even as I was working with Dr. Shiva, in my naivete, I wanted to work with everybody. I was basically trying to just help out wherever I could. But it always bugged me just why we were going to back and doing the same old rallies in the same old places over and over again, and it was clear that the politicians never cared. It's because their paymasters don't care. As long as we ignore their paymasters, the politicians just keep absorbing the public's anger and the public's aggro. They're very good actors. They're very good at, they'll take a yard from us. They'll take another yard or a meter of our freedom and they'll give us back one little inch and then the controlled opposition will claim victory. Yay, we stopped them. We, they, they took, you know, 11 out of 12 inches. But we kept that last inch. That's somehow a victory. That's not a victory. It took 11 inches and
and then we keep losing ground and losing ground and losing ground. But maybe what Michelle will, you know, she delayed the enforcement by a week. Oh, what a great victory. We're going to get oppressed by vaccine mandates a week later than she said she was going to do. That's not a victory. Maybe she'll, maybe they'll carve out some exemptions. Okay, if you really try hard and file the right paperwork, maybe you'll be exempt from getting the jab. That's not a victory. The fact is they're jabbing, if they're still going to jab 99% of the people, or they give you an exemption that they can take away later, that's not a victory. The politicians are not going to stop this until their paymasters say, shut it down. The public's figured it out. When their paymasters start getting scared, that's when they're going to tell Michelle Wu to stop the mandates. And until that happens, she's just going to keep going. It's going to be the theater back and forth. And we have to be the ones to be the tip of the spear. Even if it's just a few of us, even if it's just one person doing a stand out on the side, handing out flyers and gliders, you have to be the tip of the spear. We can't wait on the influencers who look at which way the wind's blowing for views on social media. They're, by definition, followers. When you just look at which way the wind's blowing and where the views are, by definition, you're just following the crowd. Influencers and social media celebrities are not leaders. I don't care how much you like what they say. Yeah, Tucker Carlson says some good things on TV. He has some nice, you know, exciting clips out there. He's not a leader. He's not building a movement on the ground. That vote falls to us, we the people, who have to be the tip of the spear, who be the trendsetters. We have to recognize what the right thing is to do at the right time, not just follow where everyone else is going. Not just look at, oh, all the people are over there. I should go over there, too. No, that's often just people being misled by the Pied Pipers. The elites are very, very good at this. They've figured it all out. They understand the science of systems. They understand the interconnections. They know how to mislead movements through useful idiots or outright controlled opposition. They do it all the time. So we have to recognize that we have to put the pressure on the paymasters whether it's one or two or three of us, we have to start building a movement neighbor to neighbor. Each of you probably has about six good friends. The average person, you know, social media friends don't matter. The average person has about six good friends in real life. Meet with your friends, meet with your family, organize with your coworkers, anybody that you know is on your side, gather your squad and start doing small actions on the ground. You be the tip of the spear, you be the trendsetters. Don't just follow the crowd, you make the crowd follow you. That's all I have to say, thank you. The most important thing, takeaway today is that we want to build a movement. Number two, there's not a hundred different ways to build a movement, an explosive one. We have to understand the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. And in order to do that, you, ha you actually have to get trained a little bit because it's not intuitive. Until, because most people keep following the same old things, as, as someone said, if you keep hitting your head against a wall, what's going to happen? The same old process. And every four years, they have a different Trump, a different Bernie Sanders, a different AOC. You see, it's theater. And they want you to be in the entertainment mindset. I'm going to watch this sitcom today. I'm going to watch The Apprentice. Today, I'm going to watch Trump versus Hillary. Tomorrow, it's going to be Trump versus Biden. Next episode, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. versus some other scumbag. And they've gotten... The elites have gotten people brainwashed into entertainment. But what's going on to working people in this country is not entertainment. What's going on to the fact that we have slavery in this country is not entertainment anymore. But as long as you keep entertaining people, that's why Hollywood exists. Hollywood exists to create an entertainment mindset and to create a slave mentality that people who live in Malibu 
people who live in Mar-a-Lago as though they're better than you. It's very, very deep and subtle. And you have to overcome that. And you have to start having dignity for yourselves. So that's the second principle. The third principle here is we got to build a bottoms-up movement. And it has to come through education. So go, I, I'm recommending everyone, and you don't have to do this, the good news is take, it's taken us 50 years to figure out that education. So go to truthfreedomandhealth.com, learn that. We've created a complete technology infrastructure independent of big tech, where you can interact with people. And third, most importantly, in 2022, everyone's got to get on the ground with the Truth, Freedom, and Health flag all over the world to let people know we're here. There is an alternative to the left and the right, to black and white, to Republican and Democrat. It's not even about a political party anymore. It's about you. So that's the final point. This movement is about you. We have a short window, a very, very short window, because these guys have planned all this stuff out. They understand the science of systems. The knowledge that we share in our movement, probably about 8,000 people in the world know. And without that knowledge, you'll always be 10 steps behind. This is why we were able to call out Fauci in March of 2020. Not wait until a year later. We're the ones who delivered 120,000 signatures to Trump. Right, Richard? Yeah, Richard? yeah, and I spent my, we spent our own money on it. We drove our rickety bus down there. Richard and his daughter drove day and night with me. We couldn't even get a hotel. We did that in March of 2020, fire Fauci. And now Rand Paul is making money off of that. Do you understand how scummy these people are, guys? You're watching theater on TV. Now the vaccine issue is a big issue. Left side, right side, pro-mandate, anti-mandate. It's all bullshit. Our movement has to educate people. This is about your health, it's about truth, and it's about freedom, and it's against working people. So use this day today not to get diverted. Martin Luther King was a leader created by the establishment. Mahatma Gandhi was a leader created by the establishment. He was a racist, he was an elitist, and we have to recognize that the elites have been creating their leaders for us. Malcolm X, great leader, bottoms up. He was left out of the history books only until recently. They don't want leaders coming bottoms up. And once you recognize that, you'll have dignity for yourself and you'll recognize why we need to build a bottoms up movement. You'll let go of all these bullshitters and the not so obvious establishment. That's what really today is about. So March, was it January 22nd, Saturday? It is Roe versus Wade, which is supposedly the day for choice. Very ironic. It is also the day when the mumps, measles, rubella vaccines were all combined. Three vaccines together, that's when all the injuries started. Okay? And again, we're not here to say you should take a vaccine or not take it. That's your choice. But it's the right medicine for the right person at the right time. What our movement says is let's start talking about health. Okay? These guys don't give a damn about health. They don't. But many of them have their own organic gardens. They get, go, yeah, they have wonderful organic gardens. They go to the beautiful places where there is all the sun, so they get all the vitamin D3. But they keep black people in homes, and like they did in New York, no one should go out. 
black people and dark people of color need 15 times more sun than white people do to get the vitamin D3. And then they made everyone depressed a lot. Everyone, black and white, became depressed. They started taking antidepressants over the last 16 months. You destroyed immune systems. We talked about that. This movement, as John said, has always been leading it. It's time people realize who they follow as leaders. There will be leaders. But the Kennedys and the Trumps and those guys don't want leaders coming bottoms up like us. They want to tell you who's their leader. They want to brainwash you. They want you to make compromises, excuses for the frailties of their leader. Well, he had to be on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. He was, you know, they all hang out together. No, he didn't have to be on his plane. Oh, yeah, Trump did some good things. Uh, Bobby says, as though they're friends with Bobby. You see what I'm saying? So let's use this day. Go get people into this movement. It's about you. And let's recognize every day, every week, every month, we're going to come back here. This is where the enemy is, right here. They're not among the prostitutes in Washington, D.C., or the city city houses and state halls. That's where they want you to be. These guys are laughing. The CEO of Pfizer is so happy that you're like, it's Trump versus Biden. Let's go, Brandon. Ha ha. See those idiots? They're fighting over there. It's entertainment to them. They're cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. They want you to fight left and right. Think Biden's the enemy on one side, Trump's the enemy on the other side. As though Kennedy's your fighter for you. That's what they're doing. They want you to be involved in entertainment. Let go of the freaking entertainment. Let's grow this movement based on real principles and real solutions. All right? Anyone else want to say anything? All right, let's go build this movement. Let's use quote-unquote MLK Day to really build a real movement. Because the Kennedys did it back in 1968. They took over a movement, and they're doing it again. Let me repeat that again. It's quite ironic. Robert F. Kennedy Sr. destroyed the Civil Rights Movement. He was a... He destroyed the civil rights movement, and his son now is trying to destroy the medical freedom movement. They hijack movements. You guys know what I'm saying? It's hard to understand this, but they hijack movements. So let's not let them do it this time. We exist. All right, true freedom hell. True freedom hell. True freedom hell. True freedom hell. True freedom hell.